0: Say we are for this is the time when imagination is free to move forward and swiftly For this is the radio play hour all smartphones, computers, and television, the imagination would be inspired by an entire theatrical institute within your very own living room. You're about to listen to the voice of the drama merchant as I invite you to get away from the present moment and travel with me and our special guests beyond the known dimensions of time and space to the pocket universe sitting in between the decades of the 20s and 50s, known as the Radio Play Hour. Hello ladies and gentlemen, this is the Drama Merchant, and welcome back to the Radio Play Hour's Halloween Horrors, a season aimed with any luck at preventing your complete relaxation, but not your listening pleasure. Our final story for this season of Halloween Horrors was first heard in 1938 on a program called Lights Out. The program was written by American playwright, screenwriter and novelist, producer and director Arch Obler. Arch Obler was active in radio, films, theatre and television. His radio scripts generated much attention, particularly the horror series Lights Out, which is also one of my personal favourites. His work in radio remains an outstanding period of his career and is regarded today as the key innovator of radio drama. Originally aired in 1938 and starring Boris Karloff with an amazing vocal performance, The Cat Wife was voted the best by listeners of the original programme. The story revolves around a man who accuses his wife of being a big, white, heartless cat with unexpected supernatural consequences. In our recreation of this radio play, the cast consists of Sasha Kuhan, Noelle Kriminova, and Cameron Logan, who are all based in Melbourne. We have also reworked the script a little for a modern audience, whilst retaining the atmosphere of this script. Sasha Kuhan also wrote the music to these pieces that you will hear. So without further ado, I give you the cat out, <laughs> out.
1: I love Me this too. song. I think it's Marie. It's the <laughs> 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 uh,
2: oh my god, cut it out, will ya? Your husband will be coming down here and
1: like, come on, Queen. Yeah, be out I guess we better go. Linda. No, oh, no, don't go, don't go. I don't want to be alone. What do you mean alone?
2: Your husband's in the next
1: room, right? Oh, that guy. What does he know about having fun? Work, work, work. Makes me sick where I've never been sick before. <laughs> Come on, let's stick around and have some more fun. You, you can, can drop, drop me, th- girl, you oh, can Queenie, pop me like a old shoe. Oh Queenie, that's the most mother song I've ever heard. For
3: heaven's sake, Linda.
1: Well, speak of the devil. Hi there, Johnny boy. Come on in, the water's fine. <laughs> only it ain't water. <laughs> no, it ain't. <laughs>
3: Linda, for heaven's sake, I'm go trying away, to work.
1: Go away! You're spoiling my party. Throw him out of here, Kenny. <laughs> he's only my husband. Hey,
2: hey, hey! Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute.
1: Yeah, he's only your husband. <laughs> Get
3: out of here, you, and take that other fool with you. Go on.
2: Come
1: on, come on, let's go. I'm coming, I'm coming. No, wait. Don't listen to him. It's my house. It's my house. You. You kicked them out. My friends. You kicked them out.
3: Linda, haven't you any consideration at all? I've begged you, pleaded with you, to try and keep these people out of the house while I'm trying to get some work done. And you just persist in doing the opposite.
1: You kicked them out. My friends.
3: Yes, I kicked them out and I'll do it again every time I find them here. They're no good. You've given your word time and time again to give them up.
1: I'll call them back. I'll call them all back. You can't tell me what you do, not me. <laughs> They're my friends. Mine. I'd give a dozen of you for one of them.
3: All right, Linda, if that's the way you feel, I guess you and I have finally come to the end of the road. (sighs) You haven't a grain of loyalty in you. All I ask for is a bit of peace and quiet in my own home, and I can't even have that. Oh,
1: go away, go away.
3: Night after night, you and those people, yowling and screaming like a pack of alley cats. I'm through, Linda. I'm through with you for good. from me. Keep away.
1: Mm, you're not through with me at all. You'll never be through with me. Oh,
3: Linda, never. darling. Nah. No.
1: Let me go. Let me go. I don't want you, you fool. You're not through with me. I'm through with you.
3: No. No, Linda.
1: I'm tired of you. Do I'm tired of you. I'm getting so far away from that smug face of yours I couldn't see it with a telescope. Linda, my wife. Your wife. Why do you think I married you? I thought you loved me. I married you because I was sick of working in a two-bit shop. I was sick of living in a whole bedroom wearing bargain sale dresses. I wanted dough. Plenty of it. All I could And you were the best chance to get it that came my way. No,
3: no, no, Linda, please. You did love me. You must have done.
1: I loved you as much as that canary up there loves his cage. I told myself I'd marry you, stick with you for a year, divorce you, stick you for as much alimony as I could get, then clear out.
3: We've been married five years.
1: Yes, five years, because you fooled me.
3: I fooled you.
1: Yeah, huh? At first I thought, here's a man with some delusions. You and your books. <laughs> but then your first one sold. And you started to make money. A, a lot of money. More money than I ever thought you could make. <laughs> <laughs> so you're giving me the air, huh? No, no,
3: no Linda, Linda <laughs> darling, I didn't mean it. I love you. I'll always love you. I didn't mean what I said at all, That, but...
1: Well, I did. Oh, no, Linda,
3: Linda, Linda, don't leave me. You're no good. I know you're no good. But heaven help me, I love you. I'll never love anyone else.
1: Get out of my way.
3: No, No, I won't let you go. You've got to stay.
1: Keep your hands off me.
3: You're no good. You've cost me my self-respect, but but you'll stay with me. You'll stay with me or I'll cut you off without a cent. You won't get a dime from me, not a dime. Stop that.
1: Stop laughing. Oh, you sat You fat-headed sat.
3: Stop that. What the hell are you laughing
1: for? So you're going to cut me off without a cent, are you? Oh, oh, you fool. I've got everything that belongs to you now. You hear me? Everything. What
3: the hell are you talking about? What are you saying?
1: This house, it's in my name, isn't it? The car, it's in my name, isn't it?
3: Yes, but, oh no, you, you wouldn't dare.
1: Oh, wouldn't I? Well, listen to this, my dear. Darling, delusional husband. I cleaned out the bank account yesterday. (laughs) No.
3: No, you didn't. No.
1: Every cent. I won't be in the street. You will. Now this is my house. You get your things and get out of here.
3: (laughs) I'll kill you!
1: No! No! Don't you come near me! Don't you come near me! I'll kill you, Linda! Let me go! Ow! Uh. <coughs> you touch me again, I'll tear you out your eyes!
3: You... You're nothing but an alley cat! <laughs> Filthy, stinking alley cat!
1: <laughs>
3: Skulking around, looking for your next handout, your next meal!
1: Get out of my way!
3: But you are a cat. You're a big white heartless cat. You think like one. You screech like one. You claw and crawl and skulk like one. You even look like one. Cat! That's what you are, a great white cat! I didn't marry a woman. I married a cat.
1: Keep it. Keep it up, you're doing swell.
3: <laughs> go on, go on, laugh at me. Laugh, but you're nothing but a cat. A stinking, yowling, selfish, alley cat.
1: Now listen up, Red. Please stop saying that. A cat,
3: a cat, a cat, a cat, a cat. You hear me? A cat, a cat, a
1: cat. Uh, stop staring at me like that. Stop staring at me. to me? John. My head. You can hardly see. It hurts so much. John, help me. John! Linda? What are you staring at? What are you staring at? What are you
3: By done
2: <laughs> Now, now John, John, you've got to control yourself. Everything will be all right.
3: Oh Doctor. What have I
2: done? What have I done? John, please. You're. Pull yourself together. You're. You're not. You're not entirely to blame for what's happened. What'll I do? I did it. I'm to blame. Stop talking like that. It's. It's. It's preposterous to say you're to blame. She. She was hysterical, John, and. And the suggestion that she was a cat, it, it caught her in an, in an unguarded moment, and resulted in a temporary neurosis.
3: Doctor, oh, she's got to be, get well. She's, she's just got to. Oh,
2: of course, of course. She'll, she'll be alright. A little rest and quiet, and in a few days, it'll all be forgotten. Is she... is she sleeping? Yes, I gave her a sedative she's She's resting very very comfortably. May I go in and and see her? but I tell you john she she's sleeping. I know, but
3: I've got to see her. I've got to look at her.
2: I've got to make sure she's all right, Don't you see? I've got to make sure now John John, please. You've had a hard time of it as well you You'd better go to bed and get some rest yourself.
3: No, no, no doctor, listen to me, please. I I I've, I've got to see her again. I've I've got to make sure that she's all right. I can't rest uh, until I know but, if she's But
2: I tell you very well j- just for a minute. Thank you. Be quiet. Yes. There. You see? She's resting very nicely. Hands there the, Their Claws And her teeth Yes the, They've They've grown into fangs. Her teeth? Her teeth? Linda! Linda, Linda what's no, happened to your no, teeth? No, no, jump, jump, jump. her. My God, her, her skin. She seems to be growing some sort of white fur. Look around her neck and wrists Linda <laughs> listen to her listen to her steady John I can't
3: stand it, I tell you I can't stand it she's Linda she's my wife my beautiful wife Linda Linda.
2: Sorry I had to do that, John. No, no, it's... It's, it's all right, Terence.
3: I guess I'm going a little crazy myself. What's happening to her? What is it? I...
2: I, I, I don't know, John. I, I just... I just don't know. <laughs> Listen to her!
3: You've got to do something, Doctor. You've got to. You're my friend.
2: You've got to help me. <laughs> Do something? What? In the name of all that's rational? What? Think. Uh,
3: there must be something you can do.
2: A drug. Um, a surgery. Uh, anything. Oh, John, I, I... I don't know what to say. I, I can't think. I'll call in someone else. That's it. I'll inform the authorities. They'll, they'll take care of everything. No, 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 no. no. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, what? What's the matter? What is it? You're going... To inform the authorities. Y- yes, of course, John. Don't you understand? It's the, it's it's the simplest way out. Way out. Of course, for for, for you and for me. Terence, what do you mean? John, this this horrible thing that's happened to Linda. It it goes beyond just you and me. It it goes beyond the normal and into the supernatural. The 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 world should know about it. Everyone should know about it. Science! Science! Ha! Science! What would your men of
3: science do? Cart her away to some lab and vivisect her? Run her up to some machine and test her? Kill her? That's what your scientists and professors and experts and men in lab coats would do. You know this as well as I do. Parents. You mean you're going to let everyone know what happened to Linda? Of course I am, John. Terrence, you can't do that. She's no monster. She's my wife. Do you hear me? She's my wife! No, no, no,
2: no, 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 Don't, don't get excited again. John, put down the gum, or I'll have to give you a sedative as well. Just, Just, just listen, just listen sensibly. This is, some people would call it a miracle. Some people would call it an Lord. anomaly, but Tense. we can't keep this to ourselves. We, we, we owe it to science. Science! Who cares about science? She's Linda.
3: She's my wife. And I cursed her to God and turned her into a yowling big cat thing. <laughs> and it's my shame. Mine! And you're not going to tell a living soul about it.
2: You hear me, Terence? No but one. It's, it's my duty, John. I have to inform the authorities. With that needle. Look, just, it's just a little something for you to relax. Get away from me, okay, Terence. John, Terence, back John. away. John, just hold Terrence, still. Terence, I'm, so I'm sorry, I'm not joking, Terence. John, get John,
3: away. What have I done? Try to sleep, my darling, try to sleep, yes, yes, I know, I know, darling, but it's almost morning, you must rest. (laughs) Oh, sleep, Linda, sleep, my beloved. All right, all right, darling. I've got to be strong, I've got to help you, and I did help you, he was going to tell everyone about you, everyone, they'd have taken you away from me, locked you up, pointed at you, laughed at you, experimented on you, but I stopped him, Linda, I stopped him for you, You once called me friend, but you're my wife, beloved, and I love you. Oh, oh, I've pleased you, haven't I? I've pleased you, haven't I, my darling? Oh, I never could please you before, could I? But now I've pleased you. I killed him, Linda. I killed my friend to save you. I shot him. I shot Terence. And now he rests in the dark, in the basement with the rats and forgotten things. And no one will know, darling. (laughs) No one, but you and I. What is it, darling? What's the matter? Why are you getting up? What is it? Why go to the window?
1: What do you want?
3: Oh, I could only understand you if I could only know what you're trying to say! Oh no! Oh, Linda! Linda stop! I beg you to stop Linda! Linda my beloved stop! Stop stop! (laughs) Linda...
2: uh notes saying uh, you wanted to talk to me. Oh gee, I hope you're not going to quit taking milk from me, Mr Taylor. I know I've been uh, kind of late for deliveries the last couple of days, but uh you see... Uh, no, 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 no,
3: no. I'm not going to stop taking milk. In fact, that's what I wanted to see you about. I want milk. More milk. Cream.
2: Everything. Oh yeah, sure, sure, she's right. How oh, uh, how much do you want? Um,
3: Uh, Four bottles of milk. Uh, No, no, six. Six? At least.
2: And cream. Six bottles of cream. Is, uh, is something wrong, Mr. Taylor? Wrong? Why do you think something's wrong? Oh, well, you know, I only meant, um... You meant what? Speak up, boy. You meant what? Oh, don't get sore, Mr. Taylor. I just meant, uh, well, you know, you, you don't look so good, and, uh, you know how it is. Sometimes a fella has a couple too many, and, uh... He starts ordering all the milk on earth.
3: (laughs) You simple fool. I'm not drunk. Do you want to sell me that milk or do I have to find another
2: milkman? I'll get it for you. I'll get it for you right away. Hurry. Six quarts, six creams. (laughs) Only him and his old lady there. Guy's nuts.
3: Oh, drink the milk, my beloved,
1: please.
3: But you haven't eaten anything in days. You're hungry. You must be hungry. Oh, my darling, what do you want? I'll get you anything. Anything. Just eat. No, no, no. I can't let you out of the room. I just can't. Someone might come to the door. They'd see through the window. Oh, be patient, Linda, darling. I'll i will think of something. Oh, drink the milk. For your own good, Linda, please. No, 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 dearest, don't do that. Oh, all right, all right. Here. I'll let you into the dining room. But you've got to stay away from the window. If someone should see you... Here, here, let me carry you. All right, all right, darling! I won't! Go yourself, go yourself! You see, darling, your pretty living room. Everything in it just the way you fixed it. Everything. Oh, Linda. (laughs) Linda. This horrible thing that's happened to us. I tell myself it isn't real. I'll wake soon, and everything will be just the way it used to be. You and I and all. Linda? Linda, where are you? Oh, Linda, don't. Don't! No, 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 Linda, don't! Don't touch that bird! Oh, Linda, how could you do it? How could you do it?
2: Ah, good morning, Mr. Taylor. Early again this morning, nature. Good morning. Ever since you sent your wife to the country, you've been my first customer for like three days. Like I was saying to my wife this morning, I said... Yes, yes, yes,
3: tire me out some other time. You
2: don't have to get so high with the blood pressure, Mr. Taylor. If you just tell me what you want, by golly, I'll give it to you. Four pounds of fresh liver. Not liver, again? Yes, you heard me. Yeah, yeah, sure I heard you. But by golly, for three days, ever since your wife went away, we'd nothing but liver. Are you going to fill my order or not? Yeah, yeah, sure. I will fill your order. By golly, it could be that you was raising cats or something. This morning, I catched a couple of nieces in the back. Perhaps you'd like to take them along too, for the cat. Don't say that! Don't say that! Mr. Taylor, the liver, we forgot. (laughs)
3: my dearest linda close to me close to me oh my darling my darling it's better this way you can't leave me now i'll have you with me always i'll keep you here just you and i No, 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 I won't answer it, I won't answer it. If I leave them long enough, they'll go away. Right, all right, I'll answer it. No, 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 stay here, my beloved. They mustn't see you. Be very quiet. Yes, yes, I'm coming, I'm coming. <sighs> yes, yes, I'm coming, I'm coming. Well, what is it? What is it?
1: Are you the owner of this building?
3: Yes. What do you want?
1: Gilligan's the name. I'm your neighbour. I've got the place across the alley from you. Neighbour? Yeah, I've been there five years. I'm with the department. The
3: department? Department of
1: what? Uh, I'm desk sergeant Katie Gilligan from the third district station.
3: A policewoman?
1: Yes, I'm off duty today so I thought I'd drop over and speak to you. Say, do you mind if I step in for a moment?
3: Oh, oh no, not at all, not at all.
1: Thank you. Well, you got a nice place here, nice warm and cozy. Yes,
3: uh, very nice. Very nice.
1: You know, the same contractors made this place is made mine. You didn't know that, i <laughs> No, no, I didn't. Yeah, Irishman by the name of Gil Hoolie put up all these bungalows along here on nothing but blarney and a shoestring. Jumped out of a ten-story window, uh, they tell me, the day after the stock market crashed. <laughs> Lucky for him. If he was alive now, some of the people around here that bought places from him would murder him as soon as look at him. I tell you. Or with the trouble they're having. Trouble? (laughs) Speaking of trouble, that reminds me where I come over. If you don't mind, I'll tell you. Sure. Now, it ain't me that's complaining, Mr. Taylor. I'm the kind of gal that can sleep in a boiler factory. (laughs) But it's me, Andy. Ah, there's a light sleeper for you. I always say that if a star in heaven twinkles too much, the noise wakes up me Andy. <laughs> what?
3: So what's the trouble?
1: Well, me Andy, he's a chef, you see, and a darn good one at that. He works at that fancy Italian place over on Scarsdale near the pond, and I'll be damned if he doesn't work hard, you know. Sometimes he won't get home till the wee hours, so tired and smelling of garlic and grease. The only thing on his mind is falling into bed and sleep in the sleep of the just. Say, I'm not disturbing her, am I? You know, your missus? She's not sleeping in the bedroom, is she? No, no, no,
3: of course not. There's no one in there.
1: I thought maybe seeing the door is closed. No, no,
3: there's no one in there, I tell you. My wife, she's out of town.
1: Huh. Well, that's fine. That's fine. I always like to talk things over face to face without skirting the issue. And he would have come by himself, but when he's tired he gets impatient and agitated and is just as likely to straighten out little troubles with the neighbours using his fists as he is with a smile and a wink. So what is it?
3: What's wrong? What do you mean to tell me?
1: Well, to put it plain, it's the cat. Cat? Yeah, the Cat. You just got it, didn't you? Cat? Started a few nights ago. Now, it ain't disturbing me none, like I says, but me andy. Well, you see, our bedroom window faces right on the alley, and by golly, he is every meow that animal makes. You're wrong.
3: I have no cat.
1: But but me andy heard... I heard it too, for that matter.
3: I have no cat. Cat.
1: But I'm telling you, it came right from this house.
3: I tell you I have no cat. Is that I'm not sufficient? I'm telling
1: you I heard a cat yowling last night, and the night before, and the night before that, and assures me name's Katie Gilligan. It come right from this house. Now what do you say to that? Get out. Now oh, wait a second, me buckle. Wait a second. Don't get on your high horse. Get out. Well, now, see here, I'm not saying you're lying. I'm just thinking maybe the animal's caught in your cellar without you knowing it. Now, if you'll just let me go down there I tell you,
3: there's no cat here. Get out. Get out of my house.
1: Oh, it's like that, is it?
3: You heard me. Get out of my house. You
1: sure are making a lot of noise about nothing, young fella? But it's your house, and if that's the kind of neighbor you want to be, I'll just... (laughs) What are you
3: standing there for? Get out. Get out of my house.
1: Now just a minute. Take it easy. No cat, eh? Then what was that I just heard?
3: Nothing. Nothing at all. You've no right to... May
1: not be a liar, but you sure are something close to it. If it ain't a cat in that bedroom there, I ain't never heard one. Get out.
3: Get out of here.
1: Oh, no, I won't. Listen to that cat. If that ain't creating a public nuisance, I'd like to know what is.
3: It's none of your business is what it is. This is my house. Leave. Now.
1: Stop pulling at me, me I may be off duty, but I'm still an officer of the law. And I'm telling you, that cat, that cat you've got in there is violating a city ordinance. Now, if you don't make it shut up and stop disturbing me, Andy, I will. No.
3: Get away from that door. Stay away, I tell you.
1: They listen to it. That ain't no cat you got in there. What?
3: Oh I'm so I'm sorry. Yes, yes, look, I lied. I lied. It's a thing I do. It's a cat. It is a cat. Just a cat.
1: I'll make it be quiet. Please. Go away. Go away. Wait a minute. Take it easy. If it's just a cat, what are you getting so excited about? I'm not getting excited! I'm
3: not look, getting excited! Look what are at you!
1: Look at you. Your eyes are blazing. What's going on here? I think I'll have a look.
3: No. Stay away. For your sake, get away from that door.
1: By all the saints in heaven and all the devils in hell, what on earth is that?
3: That is my wife.
1: What blazes, what'd you prick me with?
3: Just a little thing, dear neighbour. Courtesy of the good doctor. Something to calm your nerves.
1: No! Get it away! Take it away! I told
3: you I had no cat!
1: If only I had me gun!
3: But you don't, dear neighbour! You don't!
1: Keep away from me! Let me go!
3: Oh, my dear neighbour, I told you to keep away. I told you I had no cat, and you could have taken me at my word. Could have gone back home to your Andy and your pedestrian little life. But you just had to press the issue. Had to put your nose where it didn't belong. Had to find out what was going on behind the door of number 9 Earl Street.
0: Well,
3: here you go, dear neighbor. Here you go! I asked you to go, didn't I? I asked you to. Didn't I, Linda? You heard me. You heard her. You heard me ask her. I tried. And I tried to have you leave, but you just had to know. Just had to know. (sighs) My God. My God, what have I done? First Linda, then Terrence. Now that neighbor woman. Won't be long now. Someone will come looking for her. I guess there's no other way out. Nowhere left to run. (laughs) Oh God, what now? Linda. God. Her face. Her face. You've always been fussy, but... Linda! Why did you only eat her face? I can't, I can't take this anymore. I just can't. <laughs> no. no, no, Linda. Linda, get away from me. No! Linda, stop! Uh, my eyes! Linda! My eyes! My eyes! My eyes! My eyes. Oh. oh, I can't see. I am blind! If you are there, help me find that gun. Let me put an end to this. Ah. Yes. Yes. Linda. Linda. Linda, my darling, where are you? basement Linda darling are you down here? Oh God. The heat. Must be the old furnace with the broken door. Oh, oh the smell. Mel! Terence? Oh God, Terence, how long have I left you here? I'm so sorry, Terence. Terence, can you forgive me? If I could only bring myself to get you into the furnace. A cremation, a decent burial for my dear friend, yes. I know I can't make things right, but, but this might be a start. Lynn? Linda? Beloved, is that you? Come to me, dearest. Press close to me. I can't see you. Press close to me. Yes, yes, there. There you are, dearest. I mustn't miss. Scratch. Claw. What does it matter, you cursed animal? You've taken everything from me. My eyes. My life. Now I'll take. John. Linda. I've hurt you. I've hurt my beloved. Linda. What have I done?
1: Shut Me John. How could you?
3: Linda, I I'm sorry I thought that.
1: You thought? You thought? Did you think you could get away with it? Murdered John? You've murdered me. (laughs) Linda! Murdered me! (laughs)
3: Linda, my beloved! (laughs) <laughs>
1: Joy, hold me. Linda,
3: I, I'm so sorry. I've been a fool.
1: But you're my fool. Ah!
3: Ah! No, ah! Linda! You've
1: always been my fool, John, since the day we met. You've been nothing but a simple, simpering fool. Thought you won everything when you married me. Now I've got you!
3: Let me go! Take your clothes from my flesh!
1: Never, never. I'll never let you I'll go. I'll
3: take you down to hell!
0: Ah! Mm. You have just been listening to The Cat Wife on the Radio Play Hour. It was originally written by Arch Hopper, with updates added by Sasha Kuhan and the cast. In vocal appearance, you heard Noel Criminova as Linda and the Cat Wife, Sasha Kuhan as John, Cameron Logan as the Doctor, Milkman, Butcher, and another special mention to Noel Criminova as Sergeant Gilligan. I hope you enjoyed listening to the Radio Play Hour's Halloween Horror Season as much as the cast and myself have had fun putting it all together. If you like the audio work produced by myself, keep an eye out on my website, www.thedramamerchant.com.au, for other audio shows being produced. If you would like to hear them first before anyone else, why not subscribe to our website for free? Our next Radio Play Hour adventure is Pinocchio, which will be happening in December. It will also be our first live production of the Radio Play Hour during this COVID season. It will be performed up on the Sunshine Coast at Bankford House. For more information, visit www.thedramamerchant.com.au or follow our social media on Facebook and Instagram on The Drama Merchant. Until next time. What